Welcome to Hey Thinks. We're your hosts, Ivy Miller and Lauren Hawkins. We're just two girls talking about life, love, and all the struggles in between. We'll act as your best friend, keep you company, motivate you, and reassure you that you're not in this alone. We're certainly not experts, but sometimes you just want a little unsolicited advice. Hey, thanks, Ivy. Hey, thanks, Lo. This episode is brought to you by Beach Washed. And this week, we are talking about failure, quitting, when to know when to quit. When to throw in that towel. Yep. Yeah. And a time when I could have particularly quit sooner. (laughs) But you can't, you know. Sometimes you need to Uh. persevere. And I don't know when... Mm. You call that, you seem to know the answer for that. Yeah, I think, Ivy, honestly, it's so hard because I was raised on this idea that you keep pushing. And I think there's this mentality that we come at things and we we have to keep suffering through them, that the suffering is what makes you better and stronger. And I've been reading this book called Quit. Uh, It's by Annie Duke. She's like an ex-poker player. She's really interesting, super smart. And she breaks this book down into all these different examples. And a lot of them are really well-known examples of of people we're familiar with. And, um, you know, she talks about Muhammad Ali. She talks about a lot of the Everest um, summits and ones that have gone wrong. And she thinks that we have taken it too far in the sense of quitting too late. Where quitting on time, she says, is actually going to feel like quitting too early. And I think that's interesting. I mean, yesterday Ivy and I were recording and it wasn't working and we were just not flowing like at all. And I was ready to push on. And Ivy, after our second episode, she just looks at me and she's like, this isn't working. And for you to do that was huge. I I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that. Well, because... I can also persevere and we could have recorded those episodes all day long, but we would have looked back and I would have just cringed my face off because my heart wasn't (laughs) in it. My, my head was out here flying. I had too much coffee. I didn't have enough coffee. I was all over the place. We were stepping on each other's words. It just wasn't flowing. And that's when I feel like if it feels natural and you're having fun, then it's a yes, but when you're really trying to force it is when you need to take a step back and look at what you're doing and see if it's worth your time. And that is also hard to say because, you know, we've done an episode on grit and Mm -hmm. sticking with things. And I was also raised that way. Like put your head down and work your little took us off Mm -hmm. and then you'll see results. But there is such a power in quitting mm-hmm. when it's the right time to walk away. Right. And, you know, that's a learning process mm-hmm. too. Have you had any points in your life where you felt like you've actually quit on time, which maybe at the point that you were quitting felt early? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like some relationships I've been in. God. <laughs> And I've held on to some way too long. I was just about to say that too. <laughs> like, oh I've my also, God. I, but I did that in one of my first relationships. I just like held on and the horse was dead. We were just dragging it Ugh. along. 
for hours and it was just a just, pulverized carcass on the road. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I mean, I was engaged. Not sure if anybody knew that. Uh, and held on to that one way too long until it was just it was it was pulverized at that point but it was crazy because I still I was still holding on for dear life yeah even though it was so like we are in these situations that are so bad I mean at that point he had told me he didn't want to get married and basically had multiple other like girlfriends relationships and I was still like, yeah, this is totally going to work out. Like, it's, everything's going to be fine. Like, once we're married, it's going to be great. Like, delusional? Totally delusional. Yeah. Completely Ooh. delusional. Wow. And I should have I walked away from that one from, like, the first breakup. And I was like, oh, yeah, you want to get married? Sounds like a great idea. I'd be, I'd be honored. Quit. Quit. Bad. Do it. Oh, it was so bad. Anyway. Yeah. Lessons learned on that and one. And that's tough because you then then you're in relationships and also you're like, okay, well, I need to work this out. Like there's such an elegance to I mean, our grandparents and grandparents and grandparents are all like, you figure it out. You're with that person forever, no matter what. And I don't know. I think, you know, as long as you're having fun, as long as it's flowing. Safe. I do think that you have to work for things. I definitely think that you need to put in some hard sweat and tears. Right. But don't torture yourself. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for cutting your losses when you know it's a losing game. Because I think there's this mentality. And again, this this book that I'm reading here, I'll hold it up so you guys can see. Uh, I I said it earlier, but it's quit by Annie Duke. And she talks about this where in a, in the sense of like a poker game, when people are in the loss, they're way more likely to sort of make these like rash decisions and sacrifice anything and everything to not have that loss. Whereas when you're in the gains, you're more willing to take a little loss. So she's like, if you're just in this losing game and you know, you're going to continue to lose, like cut your losses early. Um, it's a hard thing to do though. And I haven't done that historically, like in my <laughs> life. So I'm like, especially too, as a nurse, I'm like, you must be this like sacrificial lamb and continue to take shit from people. And it's like, you know what? I, as of this week, I'm out of the hospital. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I actually think you're better at it in your career life than you are in the love life, but you're getting better in, the, yeah. in the love side of things. I'm, I'm getting better. We're not, we're not doing any more chaotic engagements. Right. So we're going to avoid that one. And I think (laughs) the more your self-worth goes up, the more you know when to stop. Mm -hmm. That makes sense? Because you're like, I will not accept this. I will accept this. Right. Which I found myself in, in not even relationships, but dating phenomenons where I'm like, well, this is fun right now. This is good for right now. Yeah. Another one. I mean, yeah, for right now. And you're what? like, what? No. <laughs> for right now. Yeah. I don't think that's a good, good idea. I like, will talk myself into things, but it really is just like a, a self-worth thing. 
in my opinion. Yeah, and I think you have a lot of self-worth. And so I think you, yeah, you're welcome. I mean, I, I admire that about you a lot. But it, it takes time and it takes like, it's this, it's this like repetition in this pattern. It's like exercising a muscle. You're at first, you're like, oh, I don't know about this. Like I'm supposed to be doing something completely different and in a different way. And then showing up for yourself for the first time is like the most empowering thing in the world. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the best. I have a question. Yeah. So say you're starting a new endeavor and mm -hmm. it's hard. Um, theoretically speaking, if you were to start singing songs in a different language and it's, it's difficult and you're having a great time, you, you're liking it a lot, but let me tell you what, it is difficult. It is hard. It is grueling. How do you know when to theoretically quit? It's a fantastic question. This said person uh, <laughs> who is pursuing this career in mm -hmm. said music industry, mm. uh, I would I would give the advice that I don't know. You got to follow your gut first and foremost. So it's a gut thing. I think it's a gut thing. Like if you're feeling good and you're in a place where you're excited to show up, you feel like you're having the opportunity to creatively express yourself and it's fulfilling a need in you. I think without having it be like self-deprecating in the sense where you're pouring so much into it and you just see it at this loss. Like yeah. I, there is a fine line of how much time and effort can you put into something where it's having a positive outcome or is it taking so much away from the rest of your life and not having the outcome you want? But then there's also this point of give or take where you have to put a lot in for things to have the outcome you want. I would say my advice in that, if this is your dream beyond dreams, then like fucking go for it, you know? So I think in the capacity of like, having having these jobs i don't know i recently had sort of a an experience i think that's relevant in this case um i had left the hospital last fall and went to work in a private practice which i was really excited about i was kind of like ready to move on and it ended up being a situation that was not ideal at all it wasn't the work i thought i was doing and i stayed in that probably four months beyond when I should have, I ended up getting in a really bad situation with, um, someone in the company who was like taking advantage of me, um, in a, in a not good way. And I stayed way too long because I thought I had to, even though in my gut, I knew it was wrong. I knew this was a bad situation and it's still hard, even when you know to get out of that. And sometimes like, you just have to take that leap and get out. Or if it's something that you're truly invested in and know this is what you should be doing, then you keep going. What about if you have to make an exit path? Mm. Yeah. It's which, which is what I think a lot of women do specifically in relationships. Like guys maybe will just be like, I'm done, break up. But girls will be mentally done and be thinking about how they're going to escape this plan 
gracefully. I heard of a crazy one recently. What? So relationship, man and woman, they've been together for a long time, 10 years. Her business, he works for her. They live together. She decides the relationship's been over for a while. He's going on a trip. She packs up all his stuff, puts it in storage, fires him. Relationship over. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I mean, I was like, okay. Whew, that <laughs> cold blood is brutal. I love it. Yeah. But I mean, if you got to get out, get if out. If you got to get out, you get out. So I guess there's that on the other side of things. I mean, when I got out of my long term relationship, I couldn't get myself out really. Uh, my mom showed up, she packed up my house and we drove across the country so uh you know whatever it is hopefully you have uh good plant good friends and people there to support you mm-hmm. um but the exit the exit path is hard because there's so many complicating factors to it right like yeah. it could be whether it's a relationship or a you know work relationship or you know getting out of a job you have to have a new job lined up you know, if you're getting out of a relationship where you live together, it's like, where am I going to live? Yeah, you have to have another relationship lined up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you got to have... <laughs> Just kidding. Your, your sloppy seconds? What do they call that? I oh, your rebound. Rebound. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your sloppy seconds. Oh. You can have several rebounds. Yeah, but I also, <laughs> I think it's important to have that space. Yeah. Like when you quit something or get out of something to get grounded back into who you are and not just bounce into the next thing to the next thing I was just gonna say because a lot of people do that a lot of people go oh I'm out of this relationship I need another one <laughs> or they're yeah they're like shinglers have you heard of shinglers no what's a shingler shingler is like a person who has a new relationship going prior to the previous one ending oh so they're just like shingles on a little roof and they're like oh, oh. I'm broken up but wait this is my new yeah, yeah, but I think that's saying something deeper about the person than just that's that true. they're a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's so true. <laughs> that is so true. Like, I um, think that's afraid of, uh, like, I think that's a bit of codependency, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and probably some trauma mixed in there. I am really good at not hopping into new relationships. I'm really, like, personal relationships. I'm really bad at doing it with work ones, though. Mm, like I yeah and it's something that I think I should I want to try to be better at I'm usually the person who's like Friday oh I'm done with this hospital job well I've already started a new job and I have a second job lined up and I never give myself like time and space to breathe I'm just hopping from from one from one job to the next and I never give myself time to settle do you think that's a scarcity mindset yeah really I think so. Interesting. Which I function from a scarcity mindset. Do I do? You? It's weird in, in work I do. And I don't really know why. And work and love are related. Yeah. Like money and love. And I kinda oh, I I kinda do in relationships though too. Do you? Yeah. Really? Oh, this is crazy. Are you having a realization <laughs> yes. right now? Oh my god. That's a raven moment. Uh well, yes. I mean being aware of it, it's the first step. Do you function from a scarcity mindset? No, I feel like I do the opposite. I have just this blind confidence. 
<laughs> Even when I was like a grom and I had just five bucks in my bank account, I was going around like, yeah, abundance. <laughs> and like looking back, I'm like, you were wild, sister. <laughs> you had no business being on the other side of the planet with only that much money in your bank account. You're like 275. That can get me far. <laughs> Give me some rice. <laughs> <laughs> one grain yeah maybe i don't know <laughs> but i do go in and out of it with like boys maybe you think so let me think about this for a second scarcity mindset of boys or not scarcity mindset with boys mine is scarcity i think i don't know i i think i see a lot of the people i date as good friends and so mm -hmm. i like get sad when I have to move on because like the relationship itself isn't good anymore but I'm like oh but mm. we're having so much fun and that would also be me being like but I don't think I'm gonna have fun in the future one where I think all of these things will line up you know what I mean are your friends your are your exes your friends no I can't do that you can't do that no, okay I yeah that. I can't either I don't do that I can't ugh, I have one actually no I'm done <laughs> 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 uh, but quit I mean you're good with quitting the relationship I feel like when well thanks to the block button <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason that's true hit him with the block as you say yeah I have to yeah because I'll be like oh my gosh I just thought of something really funny and yeah and you want to text them and then you're like and, oh, it, and I'll be like oh idea. this is just a friendly thing but then it's now it's never just a friendly thing it never is we sadly and fell and now we're in the same bed together <laughs> as friends oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, it happens a lot I'm clumsy mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean when it comes to relationships I think you're pretty good work I feel like you're pretty good too. I just, I, I just hold on to things for too long. How can I be better about that? Like, is it quitting when you like had the first inkling that it's not working or well, do you push through? No, I, I don't, I try not to ignore that initial gut instinct. Okay. Cause you'll get it. You'll feel it. Yeah. And sometimes I'll give it a one cause I'll get, I'll get a gut instinct, but I also have an impulsive gut. <laughs> do you? I think so. I think sometimes I'm like, erase it all. Start again new. This is your yeah. moment. I have a friend like that. She will like do it in the sense of cleaning out her house and throws like everything away. And then is like, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> it's already done. Yeah, We're already done. That's hard to, uh, ne not negotiate, but what's the word I'm looking navigate. for? Navigate. Navigate. Yeah. Thank you. I got you. Um, that's hard to navigate because is it, Okay, here's something. Is it your gut instinct or an impulse? What's the difference? How do you decipher that? That's a great question. Because in this last job I was talking about, the one where I went from the hospital to nursing, mm -hmm. I had this, when I started, within the first month, I had this kind of inkling gut feeling that it wasn't good. And I ignored it for another few months and then was in this, horrible miserable situation and then had to create this exit we're talking about exit strategies and it was like a pretty the exit strategy was like okay here's my talking points it it could have been avoided 
if I kind of listened to it way earlier than it getting further down the road, you know, I had to get legal counsel involved and it was, it was pretty bad, but I had inklings way before that of things not being good from a pretty early stage. Should I have gotten out at a month? Probably, but that's scary. You're like, am I just making this quick decision? Right. And that's when I think that it's important to really think on things and meditate and get down to you and nothing else because you have so many external thoughts racing Mm -hmm. at your forehead at all times. And if you can just have a moment to sink in and empty everything and see what your inner wisdom has Mm -hmm. to say about the situation, you'll have a much more um, educated decision than just... I mean, what I do, I get like a high off of making really impulsive decisions. Do you really? Yeah. I just like was a runner's high. I was You're just like, telling oh. you two days ago that I wanted to be a criminal defense attorney. Oh my God. I was, I just said I was gonna, uh, I'm studying for the LSAT oh and I'm applying to law school. You did. You called me and you were like, I, I know, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to be a criminal defense attorney. And I was like, Oh, that's a departure. And, you know, I think this once uh. a year. It goes through my brain once a year. <laughs> and I get closer every year. And who knows? That might be a thing later down the road. Mm-hmm. Or right now. I, d- I still don't know. I haven't really. You might be taking the LSAT tomorrow for all we know. For all we know. Definitely not. Maybe. I started looking at example questions last night. And I was like, yeah, this. I think this is an impulsive <laughs> thought. Because this stuff seems hard. Like I was Shocker. Like- <laughs> I was like, I want to be a stunt double. And you were like, mm, sure. Okay. You could be a stunt double. I, I didn't, It is my number one dream. I, I really think you could. You move really well. You have the dance background. You can take a punch. I can take a punch. This is true. You can. Not in, like that way. Like I box. Haven't you been in girl fights? Yeah. Yeah. See? Two girl fights on the streets. One in the ring. And I won all of them. Nice. Three now. Yeah, baby. That's my girl. <laughs> I always pick fights with people in public. And then I tell them about Lil. And then I run away. She's like, it's not me. It's her. You're like, yeah, you big, ugly ogre. Lil. And then I run. It works really well. It's panned out well for us so far. Yeah. I don't really call people big, ugly ogres. No, no. Okay, so what's our, like, what's my strategy? How do I not get in these situations, Ivy? I feel like. Which ones, Lo? (sighs) Like, these work situations. I pick these, like, out of scarcity. I'm picking these, like, jobs that I hate. And then how do you sit in the discomfort of, like, Mm. you know, it's the same thing with the relationships. It's, Mm -hmm. like, the exit strategy. I'm, like, well, it's easier to just stay in it than, like, this. This is a really good question. And I feel like this is what I'm actively working on right now. I think first and foremost, meditate down to who and what your little low or little IV, you're just your inner child wants. Mm. What do you want? What's going to make you the absolute happiest, whether that's in a relationship or a career or just in life. And then make a list of the core things you want from your career Mm-hmm. or your partner and okay. and have those up on your wall and like so, little notes yeah like a little 
a little pamphlet or Cute. note card. And then when these, you'll start to be presented with options and mm. opportunities and you can cross check and say, hey, okay, is this everything on my list? No, yes. And that's when it gets tricky because you're like, oh my gosh, this is 80%, this is 70% of the things on my list. And then you hone into yourself again and you go, oh, Am I settling? I don't know. You, you, your inside wisdom will tell you if you are or not. That's true. And I think if you have 85% of the things on your list, that's when you hone down and tap into what you want and see if your little, little Lauren or little Ivy or inner child is like, yes, this feels right then go for it. Mm. And if it's not right, then eventually it's going to fizzle out and then you check in with yourself again. And it's just a constant check-in process, I think. But if you aren't checking in with yourself and you see a little bit that you're settling, you're going to continue that cycle until your self-worth goes up and yeah. you will eventually get there. It's not like you're failing. I think it's yeah. just going to take a bit longer and you're going to need to learn the lessons longer because yeah. they're longer harder lessons to learn well you just reminded me of something sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you but you were saying failing right quitting is not failing and I've made those the same thing right like oh my gosh if I'm quitting something I'm failing like yesterday oh this is a failure because we're quitting while we're ahead and I think reframing that like you're saying okay like not necessarily a bad thing if it's only 70% of what you want then why are you just continuing down this road of like wasting time and energy towards right. something yep and that you considered that a failure yesterday going and doing our podcast mm -hmm. but then just calling it because it wasn't flowing yeah. when in reality that's not failing would be quitting the podcast completely deleting it punching you in the face and storming away <laughs> I think that might be considered a failure, yeah. but yeah. if you haven't already, you should read The Creative Act by Rick Rubin because Ooh. this really helped me out. One of his things that he said was, it's not bad, it's just not finished, which mm. I am such a quick person to be like, this is a bad skit, this is a bad song, this is a bad blank, and it's like, no, it's not. It just might need a little bit more massaging or a little bit more work. Oh, I really like that. Is that a book he wrote? Can I read it? Or is it? Yeah. It, it's a book he wrote. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like a quote of his. Or oh, no. The Creative yeah. Act. It's a book. Oh, cool. It's fantastic. Read it Amazing. again and again and again. Yeah, because it's like, yeah, maybe it just needs a little more finesse or a little more like time spent. There's nothing wrong with that. But you just have to know if it's worth that time spent. Yep. Yeah. And I think moral of the story is just hone back into you and yourself and like really get in touch with yourself because you can be operating at such like a by the seat of your pants. Is that the saying? It, it is. You yeah, used you, that correctly. Yeah. By the seat of your pants, just flying along. Just I'll take some of that. I'll get that out of here. Whoa, let's keep going. Everybody. <laughs> and next thing you know, <laughs> life's gone. Things are, you're like, who made all this, those decisions the last 10 years? I guess I did. And that, Chaos. That's scary. That's scary. That's scary. Take a second. Like you said, why not leave 
the party while it's still fun. Yeah, there's going to be more parties. Yeah, always leave while it's fun. I would say get up, get out, and move on when things aren't working. Yeah, I like it. I'm also going to listen to that <laughs> because <laughs> I could really use some of that. Just walking on a treadmill like, okay, replay this episode. Replay this episode. <laughs> Just over. Yeah. I actually listen to our episodes over. Oh, do you? Yeah. I like that. And I'm like, yeah, that's good advice. I should listen to that <laughs> a little more often. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'm spewing information and then I hear myself say it and I'm like, you should really believe what you talk about sometimes, <laughs> Ivy. <laughs> I'm just over here, just bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> we don't claim to be experts, but <laughs> we will tell you absolutely yeah. unsolicited uh, advice. Always, always. <laughs> where we don't even know where we got it from. Yeah. We're like, who said that? We're like, oh, I, I did, you did? Yeah. Yeah, great. Okay. Well, thanks, Ivy. Thanks, Lo. See you next week. Bye.